Hey you, welcome to Adulting's Ghetto. We all know adulting is truly overrated. So what better way to survive this ratchet place than coming together to share our stories and words of wisdom with one another? Join us as we discuss all things adulting from the following aspects of adulthood. Finances, relationships, spirituality, and even health. This podcast is a great source to get all tips and tricks as you manage to survive adulting. After all, we already know adulting is truly ghetto. question for y'all do you love yourself like truly love yourself on today's episode we are speaking from the health aspect of adulting today's topic is all about self-love and i'm here to talk about it so let's get into it welcome back to adulting is ghetto we're going to be speaking from the health edition which is obviously something that we all can like talk about and recognize how ghetto it is in the health edition we talk emotional health, mental health, physical health, and today's topic is all about self-love. <clears throat> Drink my little water. I feel like I sound a little groggy, and that's not cute. Mm-mm. All right, let's get into it. So, I chose self-love. I chose to do it by myself, not have someone else join me, because I think the best way I can speak about self-love is well, be transparent, authentic with you all. And, you know, if you can relate to it, then, hey, let's talk about it. All right? All right. So, in general practice, I usually have questions. I have some questions, but I'm going to really just speak on it. Um, Obviously, let's start with the beginning. What is self-love, right? Um, I did do some research because, I mean, we can all give opinions, but let's just be factual. So, from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it said, regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And, you know, that's short and sweet and good to eat. However, obviously, that's a lot to do. It's not an easy task. I think most people would say it's almost, they find it rather hard um, <laughs> and, and um, a little bit tedious to keep up, you know, in this crazy ghetto world we're living in. So let's talk about it, right? So self-love, right, I think really is important, obviously, to everyone, I think it is a huge importance to prioritize that. And you may be asking, well, how do you develop self-love if you don't have it? I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> you can practice good self-care. I think that's a great place to start. And I say that because, well, I learned it through therapy. I am in therapy. Um, shout out to my therapist, Siobhan Jones. She's amazing. And I mean, y'all could check her out. But don't book my session time. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but nah, for real, for real. She's dope as hell. Um, like, literally. And she created an amazing uh, mental health uh, for women collective. So definitely check her out, okay? But with that said, um, I learned it through my therapy sessions with her. You know, when we were, when I first started with her, a while back, actually. Because I honestly believe every black person, every black person deserves and needs therapy. I don't care if you're going through something. I don't care if you're not. Um, to be, what did James Baldwin say? To be woke and black in this country is to be in a constant state of rage. You need someone to help navigate that. It's hard, you know? Um, so with that said, I think everyone should really, should have a therapist. I, like Oprah does, like, you need a therapist, you need a therapist. Like, I wish I can give you all therapy, but you know, it's not a perfect world. But with that said, um, I really, really can take it back to one of the sessions we had. And, you know, I was going through something with dating, of course, because <laughs> dating in Atlanta is ghetto. And pretty much she was helping me realize. She was like, well, 
you know, we're talking about boundaries, right? And then we love that word, not really, but <laughs> it's really hard. So with that said, we were talking about love, right? Because obviously we're talking about relationships in regards to romantic. But she started to speak on like, what about yourself? How do you view yourself? And I said, well, you know, I think highly of myself. I'm freaking Leo. I'm like, duh, look at me, right? And so I was like, easy question, what's up? Like, what else can you say? But the thing was is that, you know, I, I guess I, I, I thought that I loved myself, and I do. Let's keep that clear. But I didn't really show the actions for it. And that came up in my actions, obviously, how I treated myself, how I allowed certain things happen, how I started to move from the victim role and also took accountability for things that happened in my life, whether I, you know, subconsciously or consciously have started it or engaged with it or let and tolerate it. Um, and, and that really, really helped shift it, my mindset around it. So hopefully this helps you guys, obviously, with my transparency. So I was in a situation ship, right? And, you know, I started realizing it was like a pattern. I was like, why is this happening? And I was bringing it up to my therapist. And, you know, she brought this up. And I was just like, yeah, again, I really think I love myself. What are you talking about, girl? And she's like, well, you know, if you love yourself, do you, do you really feel that? Like when you're doing the things that you're doing or letting people or whoever walk over you or maybe disrupt or disrespect your boundaries, right? And we had to even take a step back further and even define boundaries because I realized I didn't really have boundaries. You know, of course I have things that I don't want to happen, but like when they happen, what happens? It's almost like let's identify what you like and don't like and also be okay with what you don't like. So I think that's something where we really should start. But moving further along with it in the journey, we started talking about, well, what happens if a boundary is crossed? What is the consequence? And actually identifying those consequences. If, you know, I'm a big person on communication and someone I'm talking to does not, you know, fails to communicate and maybe continues to speak in rage or anger towards me and curse me out or whatever and that's not that's not what happened but I'm just giving an example what happens with that do I say oh it's okay we'll work on it or it's fine let's just shove it over the rug or do I address it or do I take no and be like, okay, if this happens again, I'm going to address it because mistakes can happen. Or does me, uh, the consequence is like, actually, I'm going to remove myself because I effectively communicated that I do not like when these things happen. And now this is the second time or the third time. And this really makes me feel uncomfortable. All of those, which are different ways of boundaries, all are different levels. So obviously it fits to you of what you would like. But the reality I'm trying to get here and, and the main point I'm trying to get to is that sometimes we don't really have boundaries in place one. But then we also don't even have consequences or are aware of what those consequences look like when they're crossed. And then to like get the cherry on top is actually really implementing those consequences because that's actually the hardest part. I thought writing out my boundaries was hard because that was a homework assignment. I thought identifying what I didn't like was hard. But baby, <laughs> when someone that you care about, right, like you have to look past the emotional capacity that you have for this person, the past that you've had, now the tenure of knowing someone, the love that you may have for this person, and, and really think about, hey, if I'm going to practice self-care, if I'm going to practice self-love and actually respect myself, that is respecting the boundaries. That is putting those consequences in place. And I mean, yeah, implementing those consequences when those things happen and holding 
those those things and people accountable until change behavior is done. Because at the end of the day, you want to honor yourself because at the end of the day, that's really, truly self-love and self-care and practicing that. So I say all to say, that's how you could develop self-love, okay? I think it's a journey. I don't think it's a space of where you end up and it's an end point because, you know, I think life is, this is a journey. If you're done, then you might as well call it quits, right? <laughs> and, and like, you know, who wants to be done? I mean, we do, of course, because it sounds amazing to check this off. I think we're wired like that, especially as we've been growing up. It's like the next step, I'm waiting for graduation. The next step, um, I got this test done. I'm doing this next. My next job, my next internship, my next trip. Everything is next. But in reality, in life, it's just going to keep going until it stops, right? Until you stop. Technically, life is infinite. So so with that said, I think we look at, oh, I took a spa day and treated myself one day out of this week. So I'm good. Self-care checked. I think that's amazing. I think that's a step. But I think it's the continuation that really helps. And I'm not saying if you didn't like it, go back. I'm saying more so being mindful of why did you do that? Why did you take the time to do that? Is it maybe because you're stressed? Maybe let's look at your day-to-day and let's lessen the stressors in your life, if possible. Or let's change some habits that where we don't feel burnt out, that we have to take a full day and cut off all our calls, stop all our meetings, take a weekend to ourselves. Maybe we can implement it to be part of your day-to-day so that self-care is a part of your healthy routine, part of your daily habits, part of your weekly things you do. And it's a part of who you are in your life, right? Um, and so those, those are ways I think I really um, I want to just touch on real quick. Another way you can practice good self-care, I mean, excuse me, develop your self-love is obviously practicing good self-care. Excuse me. It's also understanding where that root is coming from. Um, another point that I will bring up here is personally, um, my self-love started from knowing whose I am and 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 in that case I'm God's child so getting to know and spending time with God and I speak I spoke on this on my on another episode but getting time to learn who I am from the creator who created me helped me realize who I am and whose I am from an inner spiritual level which gave me what some people might say Godfidence g-o-i g-o-d excuse me I ain't about to spell it because I can't spell it right now. <laughs> but with that said, it's called confidence, right? Instead of confidence, it's confidence. I remember speaking on a on a recent podcast, actually, excuse me, show for I was being interviewed, and we we're talking about purpose. And um, it was Dr. Nicole actually, and she's on another episode. So definitely check out that episode in the really, uh, excuse me, uh, spirituality edition where she talks about purpose. We were talking about. She's like, well, how, where do you get this? confidence where where do you get this this uh eagerness this ambition to just keep going and trying new things because I'm also an entrepreneur if you didn't know and I own my own financial literacy educational business and she was like where do you get this from how do you like some people are have so much fear when they're doing things where do you get this from and I really had to just be honest I was like honestly it's not me I, I face fear I experience anxiety I've felt and experienced depression I've felt And that I could be lack thereof on situations. I felt like sometimes I'm inadequate in certain rooms. I feel all those things that normal people do. 
I, I just tap into a higher source of power that surpasses who I am and my human capabilities, which I believe is God because I'm a woman of faith. And so I say that to say it, it's really the root for me of where my self-love comes from because why not learn from the author of love? God is love, in my opinion. You know, it's not something he does, he is. So why not learn from him? Read the Bible, spend time with God, tarry in the faith, okay? Like we, the good folks would say, and the good saints, excuse me, would say. And I, I believe it. I, I feel it. I feel recharged sometimes. I, I may be upset with God. I may be frustrated about things happening in my life. But I know one thing. When I spend time with him and I continually have praise and worship in my mouth, it's very hard to stay upset. It's very hard to stay in that funk. It's very hard to, to leave how I came. I'll just say that. And I believe that is the miraculous power of spending time with God. And I think that's why he says that. Like, dwell in my spirit and have the renewing of your mind. Not his mind, but my mind. Because I'm dwelling in his spirit. Not my spirit and how I was feeling. Not my feelings, but in his spirit. And I, I state that because that's where I stem and understood where my real love for myself come from. That confidence that people may see. I say it's confidence. A lot of people will say, oh, I just love your personality. And of course, I could chuck it up being a Leo, Zodiac signs, but I don't believe in those as my higher power. Um, you know, I'm very a big advocate to tell you I'm a Leo. I just think it's very interesting as I do relate to it a lot. <laughs> and it could, it does on surface level explain some of my personality. But at the end of the day, I'm still my own person. My life has my own experiences. And obviously every Leo is not the same because we all have our own different life experiences. But I would say that Forget the Leoness, forget the alpha woman you see, the lioness or whatever you want to call it. It's coming from God. It's these seeds he's put in me that I tap into to fulfill his purpose. So moving on with that, right? Uh, hopefully I answered the question of developing self-love because I think that's something that we all should work on. And like I said, it's a journey, not in destination. I revert, revert back to the therapy session I had. Another thing we talked about was why it's so important. And and I it sounds so like trivial. It's like, well, duh, because you should love yourself. But to be honest, I don't think a lot of us do. I, I say that because as adulting is very much so ghetto, we are in our 20s. We're millennials or Gen Zs, whoever's listening, whatever you are. We're always evolving. You've never been this age before. So sometimes when it's like, especially when I talk to adults, it's like I have to kind of check myself when I'm talking to my mom or even my father, my dad's 64 years old this year. My mom will be 60 this year. They've never been that age. So they don't know what 60-year-olds really do. Or, or maybe they know I have a feeling, but they haven't experienced it yet. Just like me. I just turned 27. I don't know what a 27-year-old looks like for me in my life. I'm experiencing it day by day. So giving yourself grace and mercy while you figure it out really helps. Because you may discover in the journey to self-love and practicing self-care that you may have not been doing that the best way. And you may have been selling yourself a little short. And that is what brings me to the next recession I had, where I started realizing, wow, from past experiences, I've allowed people to maybe disrespect me. But I didn't see it as disrespect because I was just being a people pleaser or I was just letting things go. Or I just don't like conflict, so I'd rather just, I'd rather just 
deny my needs, deny my boundaries, deny my happiness, right? My well-being for someone else's regard, which is really not good for anyone, for myself, for anyone. Because now I have a constant war in myself of why I'm unsettled. Where this person's being felt filled with whatever because they're getting their their way. And and sometimes people are not as malicious as people say. Some people are narcissists, so watch out for that. But some people are just like selfish and don't even know. So there's so many layers to that. But I won't get into that part. I'm talking more so myself in this case and yourself in this case and where you take accountability for who you are. And so there was a really tough period in the session and sessions. It's, again, it's a journey that I would start reflecting and it sometimes would hit me. I'm like, damn, I really allowed this? Because I'm now entering a new Jadah. I'm entering a new evolved Jada. Like I said, I just turned 27. And of course, you can look at it every year. I think a year, your birthday is a great year to reflect. But also, I like to reflect on a monthly basis. I actually like to reflect actually on a weekly basis of, because I look at my business. I'm like, okay, what did the team do today, do this week? What can we do better next week? What's our goals, right? So I have more check-ins with myself and very reflective. But for yourself, you could do a monthly check-in. What, what happened this month? Or shit, when anything happens with your life, how do you feel? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just do that. And I realized as I would go and continue dating, my my way of dating changed. And it, it necessarily wasn't, I'm like, on to better niggas, right? <laughs> I mean, it could be that. I probably am. <laughs> but, but it's more so like my way of what I would tolerate because I'm seeking different things. So if I notice traits from the past lover of mine that didn't really resonate with my soul, didn't really respect my boundaries that I know, no, that I didn't make, I didn't, I may not have known that then I, I avoided all the way. We are not doing the 360. We are not running it back. Okay. We are not spinning the block. We are in a different block. We're in a different neighborhood, baby. Okay. <laughs> we don't even go where we used to go. Okay. I'm in new spots. I'm in the new hood. So I, I think, and what I'm trying to say with that, I'm trying to convey here is that when you practice that self-care, which you're developing that self-love, you then turn into a different person. And I wouldn't say turn to a different person like, oh, you change. Why are you not the same? It's like, actually, it's just good that I changed. It's good that we're, we're supposed to evolve. I'm not supposed to be the same person I was five years ago. I'm not supposed to be the same person I was literally, I personally believe, last month. Because every day that we have on this earth that God grants us, that's a new opportunity to do something better than we did before. So it's a new 24 hours, a new chance to get back, get better, go further at whatever you're trying to do and accomplish. And honestly, personally, as a woman of faith, pursue and, and fulfill the purpose that God has for you in your life. Okay. And if you're not a woman of faith or excuse me, or anyone of faith or, you know, religious background, that's fine. It's just another chance to really just do life a little bit better than last time. Okay. So, so yeah, so that's where I really wanted to start off with that. Okay. All right. The other thing that I wanted to talk about because obviously it's so important. I saw a post and it was about, um, it was amazing. It was a tweet. It was really cute how she said it. She was like, people date, marry, and procreate at the level of their self-esteem. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Drops mic. When I saw that, I said, ooh. <laughs> and I, ooh. Because if you think about it, no shade. It's true. And then the follow-up tweet to that was like, people also, you know, um, divorce. And break up based off their self-esteem as well. Now that one, that's a whole nother fucking story. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode, y'all. But 
if you think about it, self-esteem could kind of come towards, you know, who you are and who you deem yourself to be, the value you have of yourself, which obviously can, can be all-encompassing under self-love, right? The umbrella. So with that said, if you don't practice the self-care as you develop your self-love for yourself and you don't understand, because uh, I think it does tie and go hand-in-hand with your self-esteem and that confidence you have in understanding that you are a prize and it's not to be haughty, but just understand I am the head and not the tail because God told me. I am a child of God because God told me, you know, and just knowing these truths, these principles, you start to move different. You, you realize I'm cut from a different cloth. I had a post I posted earlier this year. It said the caption was like, I'm not everyone's. T- no, I'm for every. No, it does not say I'm for everybody. Oh, no. Everybody. Shoot. What is it, y'all? Dang. Let me pull it up. Cause I'm, it's gonna it's gonna eat at me if I don't say it right to y'all right now. Hold on one second. I said something like, and watch it be mad simple, y'all. Oh, I got it. I'm everybody type, but I ain't for everybody. That's what it was. Cause it's true. Like you can get your vibe with me. That's fine. I'm cool. I'm cute. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what's up. But I'm not for everybody. And I know that because I cut from a different cloth. Not to be haughty. Not to be um gaudy or 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 too too um cocky but just to know my worth my value which i encourage everyone to know that i think when i saw the tweet i immediately thought i was like you're right because sometimes i realize if i'm being reflective transparency for me i've stuck around maybe a little too longer hell not maybe a lot too longer and and it's because i was probably afraid i was afraid of rejection I was afraid or I learned these things now I probably I, I learned these things through therapy y'all but I'm speaking in reflective sense for you guys uh, um but in real time yes I I didn't love myself as much as I thought I did and it was almost not a facade but almost like a layer that really what didn't really peel back like if you peeled it back it was just the onion like you know like it wasn't really as deep it was just on the skin it was surface level how much I said, quote unquote, I love myself because I didn't really live out that because if someone were to disrespect my boundaries, then I need to make the necessary adjustments that I can because I can only control myself. I cannot control others, of course, effectively communicate because I obviously care about them and I would like them to stay. But if they do not, and of course, continue to cross those boundaries, I then have to now turn and implement those consequences, which I would not have known what those were if I had not took the time to really sit down and figure out what does Jada like and what does she not like? What brings her joy? What does it? What feeds her? What does it? Because now I'm I'm able to identify where I am welcomed. My energy is welcomed and actually taken care of rather than not being taken care of and being disrespected, right? So I think that's something that um, I really learned from that tweet. I just wanted to share with y'all because I do agree. I think your self-esteem is tied up with that. And to be honest, um, a lot of people fear when they break up or they don't want to break up because they're, they're thinking and doing things for others which is a whole nother devil on their own because you're living your life for other people. Please hear me when I say that. 
Fuck those people. I'm just saying, because you got to live your life. They're going to live theirs. They're going to judge, whatever. God also says don't judge, right? If we all could be part of what God told us to do, then this would be a better place. Obviously, we're in a fallen world. That's not going to happen. But the reality is, the sooner, the better that you realize you cannot control anyone else but yourself, honey. I swear, that will free so much. I would encourage you also to read The Four Agreements. Amazing book, okay? Definitely, definitely great, great book. Um, It's really short, too. So, like, I read it in, like, four hours um because it was that good but that's a great book another book actually that i learned through therapy as well as um if you can't afford therapy you you know of course you can totally look into self-help books but let me just make a transparent um post uh i mean moment i think therapy should be affordable so obviously if you can't go through your insurance don't worry about it use open path collective they don't even need insurance all you have to do is pay a 60 dollars fee for a membership for life and these therapists are on their quality therapist where i found my therapist a black woman to be between 30 and 60 dollars per session and for couples i think it's like 60 to 90 and they can only charge you that per session which i think is really cool uh you have to demonstrate a financial need um i think it's very easy to say I can't afford mental health. I mean, who has, that's a luxury expense. So just, you know, put that on there. I'm sure it's fine. So (laughs) that's what I did. But with that said, um, get into that. But if you couldn't and you like to read, there's so many self-help books out there. So Four Agreements is a a great one. That's a really good one to start it off. Another one I'm currently reading is um, by Nidra Tawab, um, Finding Boundaries or Finding Peace. Hold on one second. Let me make sure. Set boundaries. Excuse me. Find peace. A guide to reclaiming yourself. That's a book by Nidra Glover. Glover, excuse me. Tawab. I hope I'm saying her name right. She's also a black woman therapist. Amazing. She's also on Instagram. You can check her out. But anyway, she makes uh, have a great book. I just started it not too long ago, and it's a guide. So it's really good to like take it and digest it, and then try to implement it as you can, right? But either way. Check that out because I think that's a great way to get therapy for the low, low um, and kind of self-reflect on your own and do the work. And it's also a workbook, so you don't have to really feel alone. You actually can do the work while you're doing it. Okay, so shout out to that. But I say that to say therapy, right, <laughs> helped me grow um, and and basically loved the change, love the ebbs and flows of it. I'm a particular person. I was a math major. I'm very much so black and white. Um, this gray area really screws me up, y'all, like really bad, like real bad. Um, I really am a very, people may call me, if you know, from my college days, zero to a hundred. There's really no in between. It's either we on or we off. You fucking with me or not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like this in between. That's why I can't stand fake people or I can't stand when things are off or weird. And I know that that's really hard because of course in relationships, there's a lot of gray. I even, like, when I was an underwriter at a big bank, my first job, I had a hard time (laughs) understanding that with underwriting, there's a lot of gray because I'm used to analytics in the sense of one plus one equals two. No matter what language, no matter what, we can even do abstract algebra. You can introduce imaginary numbers. One plus one still equals two. And so when you get into the element of relationships, they get into the element of, like, you could be feeling this person and you're like not totally sold, which is fine, but you're not all the way on and you're not all the way off. There presents a gray area. That is such a struggle point for me. And I was realizing that through therapy. Now I'm, you know, developing and I guess the journey, so I'm working towards it. But now I've realized that, you know, that's something that I needed to work on in order to embrace and love myself. Because that bothered me, if that makes sense. So 
I say that to say, take the time to really take the time to be by yourself. Maybe take a break from the dating scene. Take some time to really reflect what is it you like. Because again, that goes right back to practicing self-care, where you are the center of this. Care for yourself. Care for yourself physically. Care for yourself emotionally. Care for yourself mentally. And all other facets of those illities, you can say. Because it's very important. I think I was very keen, and one of my goals, and I, I state this if, we're ever, if we ever date it, or if we ever will, right? Future husband, what's up? Um, I'm here, waiting for you. It's ghetto out here, so please come get me now. But, um... I'm always like, I want to be my whole self or as close to my whole self because I think there's chapters in our life for a reason. As a single woman that works and I'm a workpreneur and, you know, own my own business, there's a level of wholeness that I can reach. And then, of course, one day I'm going to be married and I'll be a wife. That's a whole set, a set of new wholeness and, and, and <laughs> life and rules and not even rules, but just like, duties and responsibilities that I've, I cannot tell. I can only see from other people, but I've not experienced yet. So I have to embrace that because guess what? I've never been a wife. So those simple facts, those simple truths helps reset me in the sense of giving myself grace, going back to how God gives us grace and mercy. Give yourself that too. We're not perfect. No one's perfect. So don't beat yourself up. Understand that this journey may cause you to really reflect maybe on some old traumas maybe there's some moments in your life that are dark that you kind of hit away you should sit with those you know um you know in a safe area safe space don't let it get you too down but that's why you need therapy right I'm not a licensed professional but with that said doing those things really helps you aid and embrace you know what back in the day I didn't realize but I did not take this I didn't respect myself in this way. So now I'm going to shift this. So now you would never, I would never, I vowed to myself, I would never allow someone to disregard my boundaries because now I make them set, set it up because I, I know them and I, I communicate them effectively and I'm very clear about them. So there's really no mishap for them unless you just don't listen <laughs> or you're just blatantly disrespectful. And then now you have to move because that is not long, that's no longer serving me. So I wanted to make sure we talked about that as well. The other thing I want to talk about um, is the growth aspect. Um, it's still, again, stemming from allowing yourself. But when you are evolving and when you are maybe changing and you're recognizing, you know what? I used to be like this. This no longer serves a purpose. We're in a culture where a lot of things is if this doesn't bring me peace, I'm going to cut off, boom. Well, like, if this doesn't do this, if you're crazy, da, da, cut off, boom. I I can respect it. I, I, I can see where we're going. I just think that sometimes we have unrealistic expectations. And shout out to my therapist again, <laughs> where she's helped me realize my expectations and, and, and maybe how crazy they could have been. And I hate to use the word crazy, but how they maybe were a little too high for situations that, I can't control and and hopefully my story will help you or like my my what I'm saying to you now will help you I remember I had expectations for a guy I was dating and we didn't even define what we were doing a lot of people nowadays my generation there's a lot of situationships you know you're just like oh we kicking it we just vibe and we seeing where the vibe goes you know I'm not really looking for nothing I mean I'm just here to see that's fine 
that if that's what your truth is, that's your truth. I mean, I, I personally feel like I, I date with a purpose and intention. So, you know, I'm not going to be just kicking it with you for too long, not knowing where we're going. Right. It's fine to vibe. It's fine to just make a friend. It's fine to get to know and see if you even like this person as a friend first. Right. But there's levels to how much commitment that comes with that. Right. And I, I've learned that now. Before, I didn't know this. So this was old Jada. So with it said, my expectations of like, well, why aren't we going out? And, or, or expectations of you need to be readily available for me because I make myself ready available for you. And why weren't you thinking of me? Because I think about you. And it was so many expectations here that was, first of all, not communicated. So that was on my end. And then also to, in my head, plaguing my mind because I'm like, almost sitting here like you know remember back in the day you like you pick a little flower up in there you pick up the petals and be like does he love me does he love me now I love him I don't love him now because I felt like that's how my brain was going ebbs and flows every little action he texted me good morning so he likes me he didn't text me today what the hell's going on you know like if you guys see that video on tiktok where like it's like couples like recreating this it's like I'm up I'm down I'm watching tv fuck you I'm asleep I'm up I'm running around. Like, that's how I felt <laughs> when I was dating these people. Because um, uh, it just was a lot going on. I was like, I'm good on him. And then I'm not good on him. And then I'm here or not. And it's based off little things that this person would do, which is not okay, y'all. Don't be me. Do not do that. That is, whoo, child. I'm so glad I'm delivered from that. Because, because baby, it, it's too much. Because you are now succumbed to someone else's actions, which you cannot control. And now you're just in a constant state of like ups and downs, ebbs and flows. And, and, and that just is not the healthiest way. So I was learning how to take away those expectations. I started to reclaim my time, as my, our good Auntie Maxine would say, because I was like really worrying myself ragged. And then I started learning how to be okay with speaking and effectively communicating. These are my intentions. And not being afraid of, oh, maybe he won't talk to me. Because because sometimes, ladies, let's be honest, we, we see the vibe of like, guys are like, yeah, but let me pursue you. I don't want nobody, you know, pursuing me or whatever. That's fine. I, you know, whatever. And someone like myself is that considered like an alpha woman. You know, I'm like, oh, me, I found myself, I remember, like, oh, I'm going to be the chill girl. Like, I ain't going to have no pressure. I, I'm, I'm going to be cool. Whatever vibe you want, i be vibing. And I was sabotaging myself because I was never really respecting what I really wanted. When I really wanted a relationship, where I really wanted intention, where I really wanted direction, where I really wanted to be led. And and I just wasn't being honest with myself. I, I, I knew it, but I didn't really implement it because I was afraid. Going back to the first post, I was dating on the level of my self-esteem. I was afraid that Oh, I really, really want this guy. So if I really, really, you know, want him, I should maybe change myself for that. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Not today. Not, a, not in this economy. Nope, 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 nope. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Um, you know, if you had me, then, you know, congrats. But try to run that shit again, wouldn't even happen. Because it's, it's a new person. It's a new person. So, so I say that to say, um, why did I say that? I said that to say, excuse me, because... Those things are super important to navigate and understand before you get into your next situation. And I'm not even saying like you have to get into another situation right now, but or I'm trying to get into another situation. I yes, do I date with purpose? Yes. But I also know that all things don't have to be, again, back to my revelation of my life. Everything doesn't have to be black, everything doesn't have to be white. They could be gray. 
and and two things can coexist at once. That's something that my therapist always says, and she's listening. She knows. I say this like almost every fucking therapy session because it's true. I think it's a beautiful blend of duality. Um, I say that in my way of I'm a woman of faith. And if you will watch any of my stories, you know, you can see that. But you also see the crazy ratchet side of me. And I don't care about that. God made me in this way. There is no mistakes. He ain't made no mistakes, right? So I'm batshit crazy. That's what it is. <laughs> but like within reason, of course. So with that said, it's like, I think if you want, you know, a Michelle Obama, I could give you that and a Cardi B. We can give a Meg. It's okay. We could do it all. Like whatever you want. <laughs> okay, baby. But the thing is, is that I had to learn that two can coexist. I can also be wanting to pursue a relationship, a serious one, but also be okay with in those moments if I'm okay with dating and being a serial dater and going with the flow. It's okay to have both. There are certain men, there, I'm sure, just like I'm sure there's certain women um, on the opposite foot or whoever you date, shit, your partner where you're like, you find someone you're like, wow, there's something about them that I really, really, really like. And I may not want to take it as easy or or not easy not saying be hard on them but like as casual because I really really like them for something so then that that switch will happen I would recognize that and then I would probably shift what I may do with that situation and that person because I value that person a little differently it's not to say that the other person I don't see that just yet initially doesn't mean they don't get the good part of me or I don't seek their value it's just it maybe has not been revealed yet and I am comfortable with doing what I need to do or whatever that looks like because I'm okay with that so it's a constant check-in of where your emotions are at constant self-reflection and self keeps coming up in this episode and as I wrap it up I just want to make it clear that it really does come down to when you're thinking about yourself taking the time to be with yourself Another thing I think to close it out that really, really plagues our generation in dating is a lot of people are dating people they really don't like because they think they can change them. Stop that. Like, like, stop. Stop that. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop that shit because it's stupid. You know what I mean? It's stupid. You know, you're dating and you're like, man, I really like this girl, but she got this one thing. If that's not for you, leave. Leave. Do yourself and that person a favor. Communicate if it's something that it can be changed, of course, but you cannot change them. They have to do that. I hate the woman narrative. My daddy always told me, I was raised, I'm a daddy girl. He said, baby girl, you cannot change a man. Don't think you can. The only thing you can change is yourself. And if a situation is called that you need to change yourself, change where you at in the situation and leave. I said, you're right. You're right. That's Papa Quick for y'all. But the reality is he was like, if a man does change while you know, that's happening while you guys are together. Thank God, because he saw a revelation himself. It has nothing to do with you and vice versa. It's just different. Um, and I hate the woman narrative like, well, I could change a man or we kind of get into this fixer upper. We, we turn into HGTV commercial and we're like, oh, like a guy. I just saw somebody on podcast say this. It was a guy saying, ladies, why do y'all hear when someone says I'm not really looking for a relationship? And we're just like, instead of running the other way, we're like, okay, I hear you, but let me show you this. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> That's not how this works. Like, and, and then, you know, you're kind of stuck because, well, you'll see later. If you do all these things, you, you know, give up yourself if that's what you weren't doing before and you wanted to show him what it's like or, you know, nurture him more or do more that you did not, you know, you're giving him more girlfriend, wifey um, duties and, 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 
excuse me, like wifey stuff. And he didn't ask for any of that because the man didn't even make it through the door to even court because the nigga said, I'm not even looking for a relationship. Then right now you're getting, oh, you're not looking for a relationship. You get that side of that, whatever that is. And if that's, if you want to give it up, that's cool. If you want to do whatever that looks like, that's for you. That's fine. But don't be upset when you don't get what you want and you check in with yourself months later, weeks later, and you're just like, why are you not doing what I wanted to do? And why you did it up? Well, baby girl, if we go back to it, he said he wasn't looking for a relationship. So believe him. But believe him. My Angelou says that. If a person shows you who they are, believe them. And I'm talking to myself too, ladies. I ain't even getting on y'all. I'm talking to myself because I've been in a situation where a man showed me who he was more than once. And I forgave myself because I was silly and dumb. But baby, never again. <laughs> never again. And and it takes time. That's why I said it, it's not the prettiest process. You know, sometimes you have to really sit in yourself and like, damn, I allowed that? Like, damn, I really, really didn't respect myself that well? Well, I guess I really didn't love myself as deeply. And it's okay. Because it happens. But now you know better, you got to do better. So hopefully this episode, right, as I wrap it up, really can help. Maybe you resonated with it. Um, drop it below in the comments. We can talk about it. Um, I think it's very important to speak on it. But I just wanted to talk about this from a transparency moment, you know, because I think, you know, I think the more we can be real with ourselves, I think the more we can be authentic and transparent, this fake facade of like everyone thinking that our whole lives are together on Instagram and social media. Fuck that. Adulting's ghetto. That's the real reason why I named this shit like this, because it is. I ain't actually be here, okay? <laughs> My parents did something 20-something, seven years ago, okay? And here I am, right? And so, and I like to believe I was really, you know, brought in by a stork. So, you know, whatever. But the thing is <laughs> that, you know, I ain't actually be here, but I am. So now I'm forced to pay bills. I'm forced to make decisions over my life every fucking day. Very important decisions of what I'm going to do with my life at a very young age. What major? All these things. Should I go to college? Should I go into debt? What? Who am I going to marry? Who do I procreate with? Like, are we going to have kids together? What's our legacy? So many things. And it's ghetto. So I feel like if we were more honest about like, yo, this shit is not easy. It's okay. We're both all going through it together and we can navigate it together. So I hope you enjoyed this episode with just little old me. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And make sure you um, let me know what you think in the comments. If you relate to me, let me know in the comments. If you don't relate to me, let me know in the comments. <laughs> it's really just your opinion. But I really wanted to make sure we talked about self-love. Because I really think as, as, as much as we're growing and growing into who we are, navigating our 20s, navigating our 30s, whatever age you are, there's something about really making sure you prioritize your self-love. Because I think that's really the key to surviving adulthood. Understanding where you are understanding where you were and now do whatever you have to do to get to where you want to go so with that said i hope you guys have a great night or whenever you guys are watching this or listening to this bye hey you thanks so much for tuning in on another episode of adulting's ghetto podcast i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please be sure to like subscribe share and comment your favorite parts I look forward to having you plus your friends join us again on the next episode. Until then, happy adulting.